0: I'm around and I did pray to get out of Hollywood alive and also I constantly pray that Corona will be resolved, which feels unoriginal, but I feel like we'll segue well into whatever Rob says.
1: My name's Rob <laughs> and I prayed for
0: You didn't pray for anything okay <laughs>
2: Hey, we're JC and Jess. Well, I'm Jess. JC's my co-host. And this is Pray For Us, a podcast about practicing an ancient religion in the modern day. We're talking about how we observe Judaism when it comes to holidays, relationships, food, and everything in between. Today, we're talking to Ariana Basri and Rob Fee. Ariana and Rob are comedians and writers who also happen to be dating. Thanks for joining us, you guys.
0: Hey, anytime. Thank you so much for having us online.
3: We're so thrilled to have you online.
2: We should get this out of the way so everyone listening knows you guys are dating. And you've been together for how long?
0: We've been dating for a year, but it's a recent year. What? September 22nd.
1: Oh, yeah, it's like Congratulations. A, year, a year and a month. Yeah, mazel. Awesome.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Um, the fun thing about us is that we both moved to the same apartment complex in different units.
1: Well, to clear, That's so smart. I moved here, and then I convinced Dariana to move
0: here. Okay, and then to double clarify, I moved here first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which, I was living in a shitty apartment that I hated, And I was like, Ariana, I found the perfect place in Glendale. It's the best. I'm so excited. Can't wait to move. I had a roommate who was maybe smooth-brained. Is that the way to say? Um, His (laughs) name was James. Stop, uh, Stop. Bob. Fuck James. And I hate that. I hate
0: that you don't give any fucks about these things. And
1: he uh, (laughs) he was so gross. When he (sighs) left, he left uh, shit all in the toilet. And I declined. And so I was like living in hell. And Ariana moved in a week before me. But why? Because of were murders. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I was living
0: in Hollywood and someone was murdered 700 feet away from me. So I gave my 30 days that day and left.
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm thrilled she did it. But for that week, Where I, I was, was like, here for
0: eight days before Rob.
1: I was like, I can't talk to you for this week. You wouldn't didn't
0: come over. We didn't sleep over for like two weeks total at least.
1: Right. It was a week
0: was two
2: weeks. No. At any point, did you guys think about moving in together?
0: No. No.
1: During COVID?
0: We're at the point where we don't even know if we want to ever live together now. This is so great. We have walkie-talkies. I just messaged not Amazon. I just messaged this small business, local business to get an extra (laughs) charger for our walkie-talkies.
1: But to clarify, we're very in love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're very in love. Maybe
2: that's That's your guys' secret. It's
0: the life hack. People message me all the time about it being like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing this. I wish I was doing this. Or I did this with my boyfriend or husband or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's the major hack. Like, it's great to shit in your own apartment. Shower in your own apartment. Only visit each other when you want to hang out. Mm -hmm. Especially Mm -hmm. in Corona when the last thing you want to do is, like, be on.
1: Or eliminate Mm -hmm. safe spaces.
0: Yeah. We love safe spaces.
1: And we live... Literally, I can use her Wi-Fi from my
0: voice. Yeah, I just go down the stairs and street.
3: Do you guys use the Citizen app? Is that how you knew about the murder? Well,
0: I was on Citizen. It, I was realizing I was clenching my jaw every night and grinding my teeth just because every night there's a stabbing or a shooting every night.
1: And plus, Citizen started telling me when crimes happen near people I know.
0: You would see the Citizen alerts at my old apartment where it was like 54 feet away
1: but also, it would name like people that I don't know why it was. In the, it was like, hey, this girl you went out with one time, yeah, there was a, an arson uh, <laughs> uh, probability near. I'm like, I don't probability. care,
0: I know they'll like connect and be like, <laughs> guy you went on one day with is now on Citizen, yeah. I'm like, oh, cool, yeah. So that's how we know. But now we both live in Glendale, obsessed with it. Went to the Americana mm-hmm. last night, gorgeous
2: for people who don't know glendale is in the valley in la on Isn't the other the side valley? of the hill yeah i would not consider it the valley. not in central
0: you guys los technically angeles. it's not los angeles one of my friends sent me one of those homesick scents of los angeles because i moved to glendale
2: <laughs> where are you both from originally
0: i'm from pasadena california
1: <clears throat> i'm from kentucky
2: Oh, oh. Mm,
1: that's what everyone says. All right, because
0: no one knows what
1: to <laughs> say. Yeah. Where I'm, in I, Kentucky. I, I went once. It was lovely. Uh, I lived in, no, it's not. I lived in Louisville for a while, <laughs> but I'm from Southeastern Kentucky, Harlan, where the show Justified is set. And, oh, a Timothy uh, Olyphant
3: classic, classic. Yes.
1: Yeah. And the babies there drink Mountain Dew. That's the state motto or the city motto.
2: You grew up Christian, and Ariana, you're Jewish and Muslim.
0: I'm I'm Jewish. My mom is Jewish, but my dad is technically Muslim. My dad's family's Muslim by Muslim law. I'm Muslim by Jewish law. I'm Jewish. So
2: the Jewish law is, if your mom is Jewish, you're Jewish.
0: If yes, are you? You're Jewish. According-
2: yeah, yeah we're I'm both, both my parents are Jewish, yeah.
1: I grew up Christian and just did a 23 me and found out I was half Middle Eastern. I
0: know. Wow. Really? Half?
1: Yeah. Wow. It was like 41? It's like 41, 42%. Wait, that's crazy. It doesn't It doesn't tell you
3: specifically where? It
0: does.
1: It does. It like breaks it down into every region. And you were like
0: 19% Iranian, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. what's great is all my racist-ass family that lives there, um, they would always be like, oh, yeah, we've got Native Americans in it. And they're like, also, go back to your own country. And then they're like, guess what? That's your country, bitch. You were racist against yourself, (laughs) stupid.
3: Do you know if that was from your mom's side or your dad's side?
1: I don't. I would say, I think my dad's side. But who knows?
2: Were both of you raised pretty religious? Or did you come to religion later? You're not religious at all. What's the deal?
1: Well, I was raised very religious. And then I was a youth pastor. And then I was in a religious cult.
0: Well mine is easy. it's just I went to Jewish preschool and then I went to Jewish kindergarten to sixth grade where it was like Hebrew writing reading services on Friday. I went to Jewish camps like where I do Friday night service, three hours Saturday day service and Habdalah like Sunday one hour service like my I went to a conservative temple where I read from the Torah I had I hosted the whole service. it was like intense. it was weird like at camp you can turn on the lights on shabbat like i went to kind of serious jewy stuff and then i was like oh being jewish is just like a culture i don't need to this is insane Do the
3: <laughs> services yeah for three so, hours was your camp in pasadena i or to in to
0: camp in new york wait where young judea sprout Lake.
2: did you feel like when you were younger you like really believed in god and you were super down with judaism or you were just going through the motions
0: it was the kind thing where people like bragged about being super Jewy and I didn't get it. And I had one of my best friends from High Wiseman Community Day School oh. after sixth grade like joined <laughs> Chabad and became an Orthodox Jew and never had social media and married a rabbi and I never heard from her or saw her again. So it was like a mm. weird braggy thing where people like left the world because they were like, no, I'm this elite mm.
1: Jew. Is is Jewish God the same as Jesus God, or are they different gods?
3: That's a good question. They're, they're the same different.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're all not real, but... like They're all
3: not real, correct.
1: <laughs> but do they believe, like, is everyone like, oh yeah, this is him, he just has different well, chapters? That, that's kind
0: of what happened with my parents, where my dad's family and my mom's family were all okay with it, because they're like, we all have the same God. That's true, and it's okay because my dad was my dad is a man <coughs> marrying a Jewish woman. But if my dad was a Muslim woman, he would not have been able to marry outside of his religion.
2: Oh, that's so interesting. Because
0: women in most cultures are considered trash.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, excluding the
1: American culture. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No. Yeah, that's where women are treasured and appreciated.
0: Yeah, we love right. So annoying, naggy, naggy. So
3: Ariana, is your mm-hmm. are your dads? Parents are they still around?
0: No, they died. um But my dad's mom was like pretty Muslim. with three pray three times yeah. a day? Like do the prayer books. We'd have to put them out when she'd come to visit. Was like Muslim. It's
1: That's so pretty. weird that we like accommodate insanity for like to just. I know you have to people. be
0: respectful.
1: I and think all that. I have an idea because you know how we've got like America is garbage right now because we respect everyone's religion. Let's just do the opposite and disrespect everyone's religion. Like, if we didn't have respect for anyone's religion, it would be so much easier. Well, that
0: was like that documentary, Satanist documentary. What was it?
1: Oh, Hail Satan.
0: Hail Satan. Mm -hmm. It was saying, like, okay, if you give rights to Christians and you let them bring these things into law, then, then as Satanists, we legally have the same rights as that religion. And that's how they've gotten a lot of Christian stuff taken down from State buildings and things like that. You look it up. Look up Hail Satan. It's on Netflix or yeah. I think it's on Hulu or Netflix. I'll find
2: it. It's really good. That's
3: super interesting.
2: It's so
0: interesting. I've never
2: I didn't even know that Satanism was a formal religion, but I think it only takes like 3 people to form a religion.
1: it's Satanism is basically trolling. I mean, it they started it to be like, well, look, if you're going to accommodate Everyone that believes in God, you have to accommodate us because we worship the devil and that's our religion. You know what I mean? It's just like, what's the gotcha. most indigenous? It really is
0: just well-educated protesters. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is.
1: But let's just, like, stop respecting everyone's religion. No, or the
0: opposite where it's like, there should be a separation of church and state and you should yeah. let everyone live how they personally want to live. Yeah. It's not yeah. disrespecting everyone's. I say disrespect. Yeah, we know. <laughs> It's out. Or everyone just like minded to... their own business.
1: No. Like that would work. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to not stare at the giant wipe of ash on your forehead all day. Like, come on. Or I have to like, I mean, respect I'm with that? you. Yeah,
0: like, but I also what believe in like, like respecting people's choices. It's complicated with Muslim women where I hear a lot of them be like, I choose to wear a hijab, I choose to cover my hair. Mm-hmm. This feels empowering for me. And it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's like, I was taught that that's bad. And that means that the women have no rights and no choices. But you have to let everyone, <coughs> case by case, live how they want. or If it's not hurting same. anyone, just for them yeah. themselves and their own choices.
1: Totally. If people would just keep their religions to themselves and be like, okay, this is what I believe, that's great. But, like, don't tell me I have to believe what you believe, I not know. you.
0: Mm-hmm. Of what do I believe? <laughs> I'd be interested to see what I would try to convert you <laughs> to. is <laughs> like Gilmore our kids. Girls. Yeah, Gilmore Girls is my religion. And Rob <laughs> will not convert.
3: Can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it either. I tried. I'm sorry to the ladies on this call.
1: It's just not for know.
3: Um,
2: yeah, I only watched a handful of episodes.
3: Ooh,
0: but I
2: respect feel? your choice. You?
0: you guys, I don't know why I love it. You have to understand that aspect of my life, too. I don't like any of the characters except for Emily Gilmore, who's the mean grandma. Like, I don't like any of the guys she dates. I don't understand why I love it, but it's the only show I love.
2: It's like a mental. It's probably like a a mental shower. You know what I mean? It's like a brain shower. You're just like completely escaping to this made up world. They
0: drink hot coffee and it's fall all the time. Like, it's just basic comfort
1: soup. It's weird because I think, like, my religious upbringing has a lot to do with the things I watch for that and that I find soothing and relaxing. Like, I love <laughs> demon stuff and, like, culty possession stuff and everything. I can, I'll turn on hereditary in the background while I'm working because I'm like, oh, that's fun. You know, because I'm like, cool. Does it give demon.
3: you, like, an adrenaline rush? Like, no. it, like, makes you
1: I'm just like, oh, oh well, I enjoy this.
0: But when you were a kid, were your parents like, the devil is real. The devil will get you.
1: Oh, when I was a kid, that was until I was like 30.
0: And like, your parents, your own parents were like, the devil will kill you.
1: But will not kill you.
0: I don't um, know how the devil does his bidding.
1: But like, the way <laughs> the way it works in Christianity is you, it's just about faith. Like, this is why Trump supporters will follow anything he believes because...
0: Yeah. It's the duality thing that we were we love the book Sapiens that I'm listening to in audiobooks and it's <clears throat> have you guys heard it or read it? No. I've
1: heard of it's it. It's like
0: I, mandatory I, I have to read, especially yes. because of the theme of this podcast and our lives in general. It's pretty you much. You
1: understand why religion is like how it. Came you understand to be. how
0: things are spread. You understand why people are racist. You understand why we eat meat. <clears throat> you understand why dogs manipulated us is taking care of them. Like why it's, wheat
1: is. Really yeah, hard. why
0: wheat? It's insane, and it helps your brain kind of be like, okay.
1: What you it really you? did for me was yeah. it made me so religion really puts this stress on us to be like. You have to do everything that you're supposed to do in life. You're supposed to follow God's will. You're supposed to leave a legacy and do all this. And that's not the case. Like, we're literally just a species that happened to evolve to the top too quickly. And now we're like, oh, no, we're the most powerful things in the, in the world. We have to, like, destroy anything that comes against us. Yeah. Um, and when in reality, it's like, just live. And when you die, like... Few people will be sad, but most people will be like, oh, that's too bad. You know what I mean? What are, what are we doing? It's weirdly
0: soothing. Like, in it is, Corona, so it, it takes to a know weird that. stress yeah. off of things. Because totally. everything feels like, oh, my God, things have never been this bad. And you're like, actually, things are bad, but they've never been better. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we've actually come so far.
1: Yeah, if you zoom out, yeah. it's like, oh, th- it's bad right now because it's always been bad, but we're seeing and why multiple it's
0: bad. empires have risen and fallen. Right, right. You, it's. I think it's really important, but the reason I brought it up is because he definitely, like, it's narrated and written by this. I think he's Israeli guy, but he's very much just like, these are the facts.
1: Right, right. It's like a non
0: It's not biased at all. He's like, if this religion, if like, he was like, we could have easily all been Buddhist or like, this is what it means to be any of these religions and these are all the common things and these types of Christians killed these types of Christian because they both mm-hmm. had the duality of like, killing for what I believe in is right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's what we do in every country now. Yeah. It's like war in general.
2: Something that I just realized is the devil doesn't really exist in Judaism. You never hear Jewish parents- I asked about that. Warning their children. Like what's
0: up? Why does does, that exist? It exists as a concept, but not hell. I think Uh, that's what it is. It's like, there's bad stuff. And you know, like when you repent and you do this on Yom Kippur, Like, there are
2: Yeah, she's doing Dianu.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Dianu. And you beat your chest. It's like, there is sinning, and there is apologizing, and there is a whole guilt thing. But there Mm -hmm. isn't hell, but there is, like, bad. You know? Like, we're just not clear about it. It's the same way
3: that God is less Specific in Judaism, Mm -hmm. like God is not Jesus Christ. God could potentially be within you, just like your Mm -hmm. sins and the devil could potentially be like part of you. It's more fluid, This
1: extraterrestrial. And even in Christianity, like it's so funny that the way Christianity works is I can, anything that happens to you, I can explain to you why that was God's will. Or anything that bad that happens, I can explain why. That was your lack of faith. But so we always this. talk
0: about yeah. this. We talk about this. Because I'm like, honestly, that's okay for people, though. If that helps them. I always give the same example. Yeah, but it's
1: also, but it's also the manipulation thing of like, no. if you want this to happen, you got to pray. You have to have faith. But that's the true also. Does,
0: you have to make goals. That's a real okay, thing.
1: But, but there's a difference between having goals and being like... You didn't pray to God enough. No, Therefore, that's this that's
0: not what I'm that's saying. What I'm, I'm saying. just saying that every religion and everything is kind of the same, and exactly. could be nice and positive and sweet and accepting, but, but the, they just go hardcore in one the, way or another. That's what I was saying.
1: The problem, right. the problem is, is when you you tell people, especially kids. This is how I grew up. I had so much anxiety because it was like, you, if if you don't pray, this won't happen. You better pray for this, and it's like. Okay, but, like, if if everything happens in God's, like, if God's in control of everything, why do I have to pray for it to happen? Like, why does my individual prayer control what God wants? And then what if I pray to get a house and somebody else is praying to get that same house, like— do we out each other I always think play? about that
0: at the Olympics. I do. people always <laughs> pray at the Olympics on camera. They're and
1: like, you're like, oh, I thank God who's for doing this? the better job like, praying? Yeah, exactly. It's just
0: crazy. But also, as crazy as it is, I, like, really do see the other side of it. I do see why, if your child dies, why you could have to, for your own survival, turn to it being part of some totally, mystical but
1: plan. But you're talking about that as far as the trauma thing. I mean in day-to-day life where it's like if you if you want to make the basketball team you better work hard but you better pray. Yeah, too. I don't
0: know that. Like that side is not what I'm talking about. Or if about. somebody's
1: sick. Like I remember people having cancer and they're like if if you have faith God will heal them. It's like it. so the only reason people die is cuz you didn't have enough faith? No. I know. I'm saying that's No, a- I'm
0: saying I don't think that's all that they're saying. <clears throat> if you were in the hospital I would pray but only in the way that I pray, which is just, like, positive thoughts, thinking of how I want it to turn out. Like, th- that's the same as praying.
1: It is. Yeah. And also, you're not... I'm not
0: blaming myself, I think, is the difference. You're yes. taking on blame, and I'm using exactly. it as a tool only in a positive way. And, and you religion, had it as yeah. a threatening
1: way. And Christianity puts that all on you to where yeah. to where it's like, well, God is perfect, and he's going to do no, his will no matter we're what. we're not like that. So, if something bad happens... What did you do wrong? No. Like where's the sin in you?
0: See, that's fucked up.
1: Catholicism has a lot of that too.
0: Yeah, but also I went to a Catholic service for one of my friends' like grandma's funerals, and I was like, they do a great job making you feel like <coughs> all you have to do is accept <coughs> Jesus and you'll be fine. And that feels nice. Mm-hmm. Like I get why people do it.
1: Sure. It's it's like if you are depressed and, and you're sad and someone's like, hey, uh, Jesus is this magic man and he'll make you feel better. You're like, okay.
0: Well, that's what we were talking about. We started yeah. watching The Vow, the documentary about the sex cult. Yeah. Nex- mm-hmm. Nexium, Nexium. Um, but pretty much, we kept coming to the same conclusion where it was very churchy in the way <coughs> of like the activities and how they're talking, but it was also like just therapy, yeah. Everyone just wanted therapy. It is
1: therapy. Yep.
0: Religion is therapy. And Praying is therapy. All these things are...
1: But it's trauma bonding. Yeah. Because what they do is yeah. they're like, oh, you're going through this horrible thing. We're going to come together. We're going to pray for you. We're your family. We're this. And then you think, this is the only place I can get help from these people. You know, and then you listen to anything they say. Yeah. And when that gets weaponized, like it is now, those people are like... I'm following God's word. You know, God put, if God's in control of everything, then he put Trump in the White House. Therefore, I should listen to him.
0: Or it's the thing with duality is like, or the reason he's there is to teach us a lesson. And the reason that right. evil exists is so that we can make mm-hmm. the choices. It was something about choices in Sapiens learning about duality. It was like they're mm-hmm. put there on purpose, and obstacles are to create these right. lessons and all that stuff. So. Oof.
3: <laughs> no, I'm really, I'm very excited to read slash probably listen to. Listen to it. Listen I to. own the book. And sold.
0: Each page is too much information. So I just listen to it. And whatever I keep, I'm like, great. And whatever I can't grasp, I just let it go. Like it's too dense.
2: That's why I treat the Torah. I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense. I get this. And then other things I'm like, I don't understand that. I don't know who that person is. Yeah. yeah, I don't agree with that. Moving on. Well, that's
0: but Jewish people love that shit. They love not agreeing. They love fighting. That's love,
1: religion. I mean, they love that.
0: But in Judaism, it's encouraged. Like, it's the whole point of Judaism is to debate what it means. And in Christianity, they'll be like, "Gay is bad." Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? In Judaism, we're like, "Well, what does it mean with that or this angle?"
1: Yeah, I mean, it, Christianity is just argues.
0: But there's, it's more like, you guys have a clearer set of the correct.
1: What? Christianity. I
0: think, I think what Ariana's
3: saying is there seems to be a lot of finite material within like the New Testament or so many sects of Christianity have like come to believe it as finite. Like, oh, gay people are bad or like, of course, I can't think of another example, but that has just become like. What a large amount of people do think, and there's not much discussion about it from those particular
1: groups. But within it is because you've got assemblies of God, Church of God, Pentecostal, Baptist, uh, Presbyterian. Like there are all these different little subgroups, and they all disagree with each other.
0: Right, but on the what? What were you in marriage
3: as a? Yeah.
1: Yeah, some of them are like, oh yeah, that's fine, and then other ones are like that you're going to
3: have. What church were you part of as a youth youth pastor?
1: Uh, I was with Assemblies of God and Church of God.
3: What does that
0: mean?
1: Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: was one of them big? Yeah, I,
1: I worked at like mega churches in Florida. I did. Do you remember Trump's spiritual advisor that was all over the internet for a minute? The blonde lady that was yeah. like, yeah, I worked. Kellyanne at Conway? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, Paula White. Uh, I worked for her for a while. And seeing how these mega churches work from the inside, I'm like, this is the most corrupt thing. Like, I did marketing for them for a little bit. And I would literally come up with, so I remember once it was, I was working there in 2010. And um, we needed a bigger offering. So 10-10-10 was coming up. And I'm like, here's what we're going to do. A covenant offering to God. You are going to say, here's the thing that I want to happen, and I'm giving this money to be in covenant with God. It's either going to be, depending on where you are, $10, $100, or $1,000. And whatever you can do is fine. You know, everybody's at a different financial place. But it is important for you to give to this to show God that you're serious about this thing and you want to see it happen. Like, it's just marketing. You know, and it was, but these people lived for that stuff. And it's all just like money scams.
2: At what point did you start questioning Christianity? I would
1: say, I would say during that part, definitely. I mean, I've seen the worst in churches. Like I had um, a pastor hired me to come up and run a college program for him that I had that I'd done in a few places. And uh, he was like, he sent me over all the paperwork. He was like, here's your contract. You're going to make 55000 a year, which for me was like, I'm a millionaire. You know, <laughs> I was like, I'm the richest person alive. Um, and I got there and uh, he had told me to like get rid of all my old furniture. He was like, we got you all new stuff, got you an apartment. It's going to be perfect. Got there and I was like, this is great. And then a few weeks went by and I hadn't gotten paid yet. And I was like, okay, well maybe I'm just like, It's awful in the cycle. And then eventually I hit him up and I was like, hey, I haven't gotten paid at all. And he goes, oh, well, I wrote that down in faith that you would raise your own salary. And so I was like, what? And also I was having to pay the rent on the apartment that they got me um, that I didn't pick out. And that was definitely out of my $0 budget. (laughs) So me (laughs) having the mentality in there of like, You are doing this for God, not for people. You know, just make the sacrifice for God. You get your reward in heaven. I tried to make it work, and I was miserable. Like, he made me uh, work in in catering for his daughter's wedding. He, like, would make me clean the church.
0: Get married.
1: They made me get married. Um, Wait, what? (laughs) We'll jump back to that. To who? Uh, We'll jump back to that one. (laughs) um Eventually, it got to a point to where I was like, I called my mom just sobbing. And I was like, I can't, I can't stay. I literally can't do this. At one point, I asked him to fill out the paperwork for me to get food stamps because I couldn't afford to eat. And he was like, I'm so disgusted by your lack of faith that you think God wouldn't provide for you. And so, and again, these are like my spiritual leaders. And so in your mind, you're like, What? Oh, no, it's my fault for not doing this. And eventually I had to be like, hey, I'm leaving. I can't. Literally, I'm going to die. And he was like, I'm disgusted. He's like, you will never make it in ministry. You'll never make it in anything. (laughs) While he was giving me this speech, he had had text movers that worked at the church. They came and loaded up all the furniture they gave me and took it. And they're like, see you later. And then he sued me for saying I misrepresented myself and didn't have the capabilities to run this program. Like, that's the kind of stuff I dealt with in church. That's why I'm like, fuck these people, you know?
2: How old were you at the time?
1: Uh, Twenties, like mid-twenties.
0: But you started straight up like 19 at the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like the the culty thing I went into. So it was a thing to wear. Right out of high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I want, i knew I wanted to work in entertainment in some way. So this church thing came along, and it was like all these cool. It was kind of like young life people, you know. They were like mm-hmm. cool and hip. It was called Masters Commission, and yeah, they were like they were don't like, like.
0: That's so weird.
1: I know, and they were like, "Look, we travel around. We do services. We do like." cool dramas and songs and all this. And I was like, Drama. this is the best thing ever. Like little sketches and yeah. stuff. Um, I was like, this is the best thing ever. So I signed up and immediately it's like trauma bonding. You know, they put you on a house. You're not allowed to date for a year. And so what they they do is they have you, I feel like I'm going on and on about this. But it? it's so
3: interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah, this I love
3: it. Please.
1: What they do is you're not allowed to date for the year, but they really want to push you to partner up after because then they can make you uh, the head of, like, another cell, you know? And they just, like, keep... Cell? They, they have these all... Programs is what they call it, but it's... it's Prison. Self. Um, but, like, some of the other programs, they would have to do, like... They would have, uh, like, corporal punishment. Um, like, they would make them do physical labor. There was, mm-hmm. like, psychological abuse. Scientology. Um, so after your first year you know, you're 19, 20 years old and you haven't been allowed to date for a year. Like you're so horny and you're not allowed like premarital sex. You'll go to hell. So you're like, I will marry anybody, you know? And so you've been with these people all year and they like push you to pair up. And so I like started dating this girl and I hated her. Like she sucked. But like they would always push it and be like, God destined you two together. And so they pushed us to get married. And then like, when we were engaged, I I went to the director and I was like, I don't want to marry her. I was like, I don't like her. And he goes, you are out of God's will. You're messing up. And you, if you trust God, you need to do this. I got married. And I (laughs) was like, I hate this woman. Like we don't get along. We have nothing in common. So then we had to start a program of our own. And within the first year, oh, this was a fun church story, too. Oh, what what stories? Um, <laughs> within the first year, I was living in a house on property at the church. They, She and I were running their ministry program, and she called me into the office one day. Like, we didn't even sleep in the same room. I, and Ariana talks about it all the time. She's like, you don't remember your anniversary in this? And I'm like, I've had... A more intimate relationship with like postmates drivers than I did with this one. <laughs> um and so uh she pulled me into the pastor's office and was like, Hey, I need to talk to you about something. I was like, Yeah, is it a budget related? And she was like, uh, I've been I've been having an affair with your intern, like with my oh media assistant, because <laughs> she was always like, put Josh in these dramas and do this. So I was like, oh. Everybody was like, oh, my God, were you devastated? And I was like, it was the best feeling ever because I'm like, oh, thank God. I have an excuse to get out of this. So the pastor really wanted to be like, I healed this marriage. I fixed this. And when I was like, no, she's moving out today and I'm taking her dog to the pound, which I did. That was a cool move.
0: Because she didn't pick up the dog.
1: Yeah, she didn't pick up the dog. And it went in and it like shit all over the house and stuff. So I took it to the pound. But I
0: don't
1: think that's a good story. Still, so I, I don't care. care. No, we can cut that part out. Yeah. No, leave it in there. Leave I took her is. dog to the pound, and she deserved it. And so she, uh, the pastor called and was like, "Hey, you know, I, if you're not getting back together, then you can't run this ministry." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "I can't have a single person running it." And I was like, "We had a married one, and she fucked one of the students." So that feels like a bigger <laughs> problem than like me being single. Um, And so they ended up firing me. Uh, I lost the house that I was in because it was through the church. Um, I lost, like, everything. And so I just had to go get, like, a shitty apartment somewhere in town. She had run up tons of debt. I had to file bankruptcy (laughs) at, like, 22. Um, And they were all like, see you later. So that's why I was like, oh, fuck all of this. Like... These are horrible people,
0: But you are and still and I did it, it for another yeah. five years. Yeah.
3: <laughs> wait, so was that church in Kentucky or Florida? That
1: one was in Ohio. Okay. I
0: always ask these it. questions, and I you're know. not going to get a linear answer. I'll be like, wait, where were you married? And you'd probably be like, how could I know?
1: It, it was in Ohio.
3: <laughs> <laughs> were you just like a traveling missionary? Like, did you have a home base? I was from
1: Louisville to Cincinnati to Orlando.
3: Okay, the magic all of three. of the great American
2: cities.
1: <laughs> yeah, those three. Like, but you went... Rotated between those three.
3: All the hot spots.
0: I'll be the third wife, and I'm very excited.
1: Wait, you
2: got married again?
1: Yeah, yeah, because, you know, if you're a Christian, then you can't have premarital sex. Right. You just keep so getting married. Age.
3: Do you know what your two ex-wives are up to?
1: Well, the one is <laughs> raising my child. Um, so... Uh, she's remarried, has another kid, and is and is doing that. So that's cool. The other one, I don't know. She's just probably getting fatter and fatter in Michigan.
0: Uh, Do you know her last name?
2: Baker. Hey. We'll have to have her on the podcast one day. Yeah.
1: miss <laughs> yeah. Baker. To
0: her yeah, you like you don't even see her on Facebook or anything. No, no, no. Could no. you imagine? It like blows by. Rob will always be like marriage is not a big deal. <laughs>
1: I was like, it means nothing.
0: It (laughs) means literally nothing.
1: So Rob, how long have you been in LA? (laughs) Five and a half years now.
3: When did you guys meet slash how? Through the church.
0: Our (laughs) friend Imagine. We were at Mosaic. (laughs) Oh no. It was (laughs) we have a mutual friend who just set us up.
1: Yeah, I went to lunch with her. We were having drinks and I was like, who should I date? Because I was like, I don't want to do apps. I just broken up with someone. Couple months like before three
0: or four months before, yeah.
1: Four months. Um,
0: and I'd been single and I was like crushing it. We were both like had three dates the week we met,
1: yeah. I would say we're crushing it. Um,
0: yeah, I thought I was Ariana crushing was crushing it. it. You
1: weren't, Rob, is what it seems like. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was just over crushing it. I was yeah. like, I don't want to just go out with a hot idiot.
0: It was the irony of like when everyone wants you, is when you're gonna be taken, like that's mm-hmm. when you're off the market, is when you're not desperate and when. Everyone yeah. wants to date you, then you get to date That's you. true. Yeah, no yeah. one wants desperate. And also, we both love therapy and working on ourselves and, like, self-improvement. And I think we both did so much work mm-hmm. that we were the only people mm-hmm. at our level.
1: Yeah, and so when I so, asked I asked
0: At my exes.
1: Grow up. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, we've had him on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had one of my exes. Just to catch oh, really? you
3: up, Ariana briefly dated Noah Finley. <laughs>
2: Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. Are you guys, you're going to get engaged? Are you also going to get married or?
0: Yeah. Well, that's Just, to... okay. well, as we know, marriage is the not big deal part of it. In reality, yeah. Rob's never been engaged before.
1: I've never had like a, like a, oh, this is fun. I've like never been he's never a,
0: proposed on purpose.
1: I've never been at a wedding that I've been a part of and been excited about it. Yeah. So
0: this is
3: very different. <laughs> so, what... Uh, Wedding wise, will you have a rabbi? Will you have a priest? Will you do non Or like something cool. a famous
0: person. Yeah. Who like would
3: your top pick be? T Pain?
0: T Pain. Sure. Pitbull? <laughs> He's too expensive. No, I want like to be the I feel you could get T Pain. Yeah, we could get T Pain. Yeah, Pitbull. Easily.
2: Expensive. Yeah. My friend wants to have him at her wedding, and it's like $500,000. Yeah. Yeah. She's not even, she's single, but she's already looked into it. But that's
0: fair. I planned my wedding playlist and everything while I was single. Actually, what's interesting is I thought I wanted one kind of ring at the start of pandemic, and now I'm like, oh, I'm an elongated cushion girl. I thought I was a radiant.
3: Who now? so funny because I thought I was a round girl, we, and now I'm leaning a little oval. I
0: thought I was an oval girl, and then I cut the difference between radiant and oval, which is elongated cushion.
3: Oh, I might like that more now.
0: I love oval, and I love elongated cushion because it's kind of all of them.
3: Mm-hmm. And it looks it's very timeless. Yeah. That's a good call. Um, okay, so you guys got set up. You went on a date, oh, yeah. and then, like, we what—
1: well, when when Anna set us up, we call
0: her Anna just to be annoying.
1: I I was like, I don't want to do apps or anything like that. And I was like, who should I date? And she goes, Oh, my friend Janelle. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> and then she goes, No way, my friend Ariana. Which thank God, because Janelle uses the wrong your Rob, all the time.
0: Stop talking about people that are can. We don't know Janelle, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like no, she would re- use like the wrong your on Instagram, and I'm like, I would never love this person. Um, So thank God Anna was like, oh, Ariana. So we were both like, well, you explain it. I've been talking so much.
0: Okay, great. So pretty much Rob texted me. I don't even feel comfortable. Rob texted me with like a subscription joke text about someone who had murdered someone recently being like, you've been subscribed to this murderer's instant update.
1: It was George Zimmerman facts. I was like, congratulations, (laughs) you've been signed up for George Zimmerman facts. Did you know his favorite restaurant is Applebee's or something like yeah. that?
0: Yeah, And he was like, That's hilarious. And that was the first text I ever got from him. He didn't say it's Rob or we should go out or Anna said we should anything. I was just like, stop. Charmed. And I was like, this is Rob, right? So pretty much.
1: <laughs> but that was a good indicator. It was,
0: it was cool because it was like we both were at the point also, I think, developmentally, where we're like, we're just going to both be ourselves because it's so boring to trick other people yeah. into like, Changing who you are for them. Instead, we both were just
1: Here's me. bad
0: ourselves. Like yeah. I got there and I was just like, <laughs> "What are you wearing?" I was like, "Mean." You said,
1: "Yeah, she mean. was mean."
0: Well, also, Rob wore sweatpants and socks with slides. To be fair, to our first To date. be fair,
1: true where was true the
0: yeah. Dave and Buster's.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, I was like, I listen, mean, let's. I was like, let's get high. Let's dress in PJs. And no, you just said, let's
0: dress comfy. Super.
1: comfy. I wore
0: Converse. That is. An that's LA fair. woman being comfy.
1: Yeah. But, but and I was like, that way, if the date sucks, worst case scenario, we'll win a free t shirt. You know, it was like very low stakes. So there was no yeah. pressure on it.
0: It was great. I was like in such a bitch mode that I was like, you can send an Uber for me wherever you choose the date to be. Like I was at that point in my dating that's career how where I was, be, though. exactly. I finally reached that point and that's when you know you're done. You've learned all the lessons. <laughs>
1: When you're not just like accommodating losers.
0: Yeah, so it was great. Like it was weirdly great. Like nothing specific happened, but we like fell in love. And at the end of Dave and Buster's, Rob was like, "Where should we go now? What should we do?" And I was like, "Let's get married. Let's get tattoos." And I was like,
3: "That's how you know it's a good first date." Yeah, I mean, fucking obviously, it was the
0: dumbest thing I've ever said.
1: (laughs) But But no, but for
0: Rob, he was like, "Oh, she must say this to everyone."
1: Because I would get stuff like that a lot, like on first. What? i first you good first date, It's girl, okay. Every girl, like, falls
0: in love with Rob. Four women that he's had sex with follow me on Instagram <laughs> that I already knew. Like, it's a very connected circle. Everyone f- fell in love with you. Like, you had to break up with everyone except for, like, one girl. Ever.
1: The girl who cheated on you. Yeah, that made it <laughs> Oh, that's his wife. <laughs> that made it a lot easier.
0: Yeah, otherwise you broke up with, like, all of them. I'm just saying. Because Rob's really good at
1: catfishing.
0: You're the opposite <laughs> of a <the> catfish. <laughs> Guys, yeah, like Rob's so much cuter than any of the photos I was looking at.
1: Yeah, that's true.
3: I think most, most men
0: guys are like are.
1: reverse catfishing. They don't
0: know how to take photos mm-hmm. or do angle their face.
1: I've been working with Rob. Thank God for masks. That helps me with photos so much. It yes. covers most of my face.
0: But you always
3: Have you been taking a lot of photos with your mask on?
0: Well, yeah. yesterday at the Americana, I guess we did. So I went to Paris. So we fell in love. We said, I love you two days after our first you date. You have to
1: tell the story of what you got for the anniversary. But like. Okay, I will. About. I will.
0: Okay. So we went to Paris. No, that's not true. We met. <laughs> <laughs> we did not go to Paris. Two days later, we said, I love you. Four days after that, I left to go to Paris with my mom. After immediately going through a whirlwind romance, wasn't eating, wasn't sleeping, like, love sick, all that.
1: Like, after our first date. We, we've been dating since our first date. Yeah, film.
0: we haven't not. Like, he was my boyfriend yeah. by, I think, Monday or Tuesday after our Sunday date. Oh, Rob loves to bring this up. I confirmed a date with someone else on Monday. <laughs> or, but then I canceled with him on Tuesday.
1: She was, like, I do have a, she was like, I do have a date tomorrow. And I was like. But I love I was, you. I was already in love with her. And she said that. And I was like. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Like, go have fun. I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, where are you going to be? Um, what time are you getting there? I'll be there. I might kill myself. Uh, yeah, so we've been,
0: so then I left for Paris. I think it was eight days. It might have been six or eight days after we started dating.
1: Yeah, it was, it was the either week
0: six, up. It was like six days. Yeah, no, we met on a Sunday, and I left Saturday for Paris. And we FaceTimed the whole time. I bought him Gucci slides in Paris. And everyone thought I was crazy. Like, the lady at Gucci, Elodie. Hey, girl. Um, Gucci Paris. Um, she was like, wait, how long have you been dating? And I was like, eight days. I'll take these $200 slides, please. And I did. Are they only
3: $200 <laughs> yeah, in Paris? Yeah, they're
0: I guess that's more money. Actually, the, the, euro, the euro right now. Euro is more um, expensive.
3: Very very comparable to the dollar right now.
0: Well, not in. I looked September it up like a few days Last ago. year.
1: It's really nice because Ariana is so good at gifts.
0: Yeah, I will tell and, them what you got and,
1: me. No, no, no. I was just gonna say like, I, anyone I've ever dated in the past has like, "I got you a gift." I'm like, oh, let me pretend to be excited. Or like, my ex girlfriend. What? <laughs> like, I would get her nice stuff on trips. One time, she brought me back the chocolate that was on her pillow. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, cool mystery. <laughs> really went all out for that one.
0: Um, uh, that's, like,
1: offensive. It's
0: it's worse than giving someone nothing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: 100%. So, after Paris, I brought that home for you. And then we did really well with Christmas. And for one year, I got Rob a bidet, like a tushy bidet, the fancy kind, the spa kind. I Ooh. got him the Gucci socks. I got you vintage Manhattan coupe boxes. Yeah, they were good. You crushed Oh, yeah, like House of Intuition candles. And then Rob hacked into my Sephora history and then just bought me everything.
3: That's so smart. And That's And then genius. added
0: on things like a jade comb I never knew I needed. It's like a crystal for your head hair. He added serums and moisturizers and things and it was uh, the most incredible I like I was like how did you know my shade like he had my foundation color
1: to be fair I didn't hack into it I called Sephora
0: Yeah all you had to do
1: Yeah I, I think your mom called for me and I was like call them Pretend to be her and get her order his My
0: trip. mom loves doing that though. She'll be like, "I need you to call AAA and be your sister." And I'll be like, "Why? Why can't my sister be my <laughs> sister?" And she'll be like, "Ilana will not answer her phone." And I'm oh my like, God, "My
1: mom would do that with me. I just pretend to be my dad."
0: Yeah, I always have to pretend to be people. It's we're both the same. This is what we said. We're so yeah. compatible because we're both the same people in our family. We're both like the older sibling who like manages everyone and who's the liaison and who's mm. we've created a lot of boundaries now.
3: I now that I think about it, my boyfriend and I are also the same person. In our mm-hmm. families. It makes I hope such hope this because he could get me all the same serums and shit, but he's not going <laughs> to listen because he hates me, but it's fine.
2: You mentioned Christmas. Do you guys, which holidays do you celebrate? Mm,
0: mm-hmm. We do Hanukkah. We do, um, I believe my mom does 12 nights of Hanukkah. So she loves to be like, these are your good gifts. And then we do Christmas because it's, my dad says it's a cultural event. And then one year we didn't do Christmas and my sister had a meltdown and my dad had to go to Ralph's or Vaughn's or something that was open and just buy us magazines and candy and gift (laughs) certificates, Because she was like, I can't believe it because her dream is that we were like these Christian waspy like mountain house people. So we do do Christmas, but then we get really shitty things for Christmas if my mom's in charge of it. And then she writes us a letter from Moses. She'll type it out and then sign it, Moses. Um, This last year we got those smoke detector alarms, the carbon monoxide alarms. We did get robes. Sometimes she'll give us good stuff, but she tries to make it very clear that Hanukkah is the good gifts and Christmas is not the good gifts.
1: My family loves Christmas. Loves well, it. Well, any
0: like, Christian family loves Christmas.
1: My mom was like, "For a housewarming gift, I, I'm going to order you a Christmas tree," and I was like, "I don't want." To. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like, even
0: consider that.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Where am I going to put this?" Where I was like, "That just sounds like a whole thing." Don't just get me glassware.
0: We got a Christmas tree. My whole life we didn't have a Christmas tree. I begged for one. My sister begged for one. We finally got one. I think we've had two or three now. A big deal for us. My mom made. We weren't allowed to decorate it with anything except for like Jewish stuff or like. Fun, cutesy things, and like no, nothing red or green or at all. And she would like make sure that it wasn't showing in photos. (laughs) Like it was very shameful.
2: We put Hanukkah lights in the backyard so that no one could see that we had put lights up because my mom didn't want people to think that they were Christmas lights. I was like, I don't think anyone cares that much. Yeah, we have a giant menorah in the window.
1: Hanukkah?
0: I believed in Santa until I was 11 <laughs> years old.
3: So did I. I believed in Santa for a what long you time. You guys, I I came out of the womb knowing Santa was not real. I mean, your parents formating. didn't
0: lie to you.
3: It lied to me about the tooth fairy for like I believed in the tooth fairy until I was like. Twelve for
2: sure. Yeah, I believe so. in the
0: tooth fairy, and I would get a, at least a hundred dollars a tooth. What?
2: And okay. That is royal. that must not have been from the Jewish parent. That's very. That was generous.
0: my dad. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I was born in like
1: five bucks a tooth.
0: I could well. The problem is when you compare it with the other people, you're like, no Santa is the same Santa, no tooth fairy is the same tooth fairy, because there's huge discrepancies in the values.
2: <laughs> same with prayer. A lot of these things don't really make sense. Yeah. Do your families have issue with you guys being different faith or is it not a problem?
1: No. My my family knows that they don't really have a say in that and they're they've seen what it's like when I Dated someone within their religion, what a nightmare it was. And so they're honestly Which like. Which time? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So He's already had
0: two Christian wives, okay? Yeah,
1: so they're honestly like, you know what? Whoever is nice to you and loves you that you love, that's great.
0: Yeah, and my mom has no say. She wants me to marry a Jew even though she married a Muslim. Let's not forget this. Like Your mom loves me. Yeah, she loves you. They had their own relationship.
1: Honestly. This
2: has been great. You guys are so entertaining. You should probably have your own podcast. Maybe write a book, do a series. This relationship is fascinating to me.
3: Thank you for your time. This was really fun. Um, if you're a fan of the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or listen for free on Spotify. Don't forget to rate and review us. Honestly, just give us a review. It helps us so much. And uh, follow us on Instagram if you're not already at PrayForUsPod. And if you feel like it and you have something to say, you can send us a note at PrayForUsPod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and see you next Shabbos. This podcast has been mastered and mixed by the one and only Josh Fisher. Yay, Josh. We love you,
1: Josh.